Hello and welcome to NOLO Time. This is episode 118. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is a big and buff, Joel Young. Hey, what's up, NOLO Time? like that one, Obed. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always a fun one, man. Uh, yeah, it's good to be with you. I know last week we were out. Um, sorry, guys, for yeah. the delayed episode. Ironically enough, what was the title of our episode for 117? Delayed. Episode 117 was literally called Delayed. It was called Delayed, and, and but you know what? It, it was because that episode, I wasn't doing too great, right? Yeah. Um, but then last week, man, it was... I had a rough week. My daughter got sick too. She had a rough week. My wife got sick. She's still sick. And and I'm still not 100%, uh, as you can pro- probably hear. But we're here. We are going to try and make this happen. And, uh, and hopefully you guys will get some enjoyment out of this. But, Joel, what is up, dude? I haven't talked to you um, in, in a while on, on one, what's up. We, we try to keep our what's up secret. Up until last minute, just so yeah. we can, uh, you know, it'll be a little bit more natural. But Joel and I had talked plenty this week. Uh, but what's yes. up, man? Yeah, man, it's good to be with you all again. Of course, um, yeah, I I've uh, been playing more Ultimate Alliance as I mentioned to you, Obed. I, I finally uh, get through that that campaign, and it's a, it's a really uh, lovely game. I, I definitely recommend it for Nintendo Switch owners. It's it's a, it's a pleasure to uh, to play it. Now my my ideal scenario is to uh, jump back into uh, finishing out Jedi Fallen Order. It's really important for me to finish it out, uh, especially that there's um, you know some some tie-ins to uh, the movies, and and I want to make sure I know what that is and get back into that. Uh, also finished out watching Lost in Space on Netflix. Uh, definitely recommend it. That's one of those like secret Netflix things that you know doesn't make too much noise. It's there, but. Most people are talking about The Witcher, talking about something else, but um, I think Lost in Space is one of those like, hey, what, what are you gonna watch on Netflix this weekend? I don't know what to watch. Go watch Lost, Lost, Lost in Space. Space. It's it's good. It, it's good stuff. Um, and they do a very good good quality production for a uh, um, for the smaller screen. Um, and also, um, you know, I've also been spending some time, uh, of course, you know, going out to the movies. Um, you know, there's, there's always different stuff out there to watch. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, uh, looking forward to, uh, probably next week. Uh, well, not even next week. It'll be two episodes. I'll be able to talk about birds of prey. Cause that's already here, man. It's, it's kind of crazy how, uh, how quickly time is flying. We're already going to be in February. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for some people, right. Time flew, but as I mentioned earlier today, if it, it feels like uh, we've been uh, in January for like three months, because uh, it's been a it's been a long month with you know uh, things happening around the world and you know people getting sick and people dying. Joe, holy crap! Okay. So, yeah. uh, Joe, you want to go ahead and and uh, and just talk about what what recently happened? You know, a, a very tragic and unfortunate event. But, uh, yeah, ahead, yeah. Obed and I were talking about this, and the world is talking about this. But uh, of course, many of you are, I'm sure, are aware that unfortunately Kobe Bryant passed away this last Sunday, um, and it was due to a horrific incident that occurred. And uh, not only him, but uh, his daughter and many others, uh, family members and young young people as well that that passed away. Uh, due to an incident that occurred uh, with a helicopter crash. And it's very saddening. Our hearts are very sad to it. Our hearts go out to, of course, the families and people affected directly by this. 
uh, why would we mention it on no load time is something we primarily don't talk about sports or or pop culture in that kind of regard well i mean it's 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 a, it's a big effect um you know for some people this person was was a hero in many cultures for for many many people that people looked up to uh i would say he's more of a legend one of a kind special person that transcends uh, many many ways and you know i i think what's really cool is how many people are, are honoring um the legacy and honor honoring you know the legend that that is kobe bryant and uh you know i i'm sure oh but you've also seen this many other of our watchers also might have seen this where you know people on nba 2k uh they started going around and, and changing their avatars to be wearing lakers gear and we're going around um celebrating kobe uh celebrating his life you know and, and uh you know paying respects and and so, yeah, same here on a little time. You know, of course, our hearts go out to the, to the family. We're really saddened by it. Uh, it's it's something that um, really rock rocking a lot of people. And, and I mentioned uh, to someone else today about how uh, it's in some ways it's kind of a benefit that we have the Super Bowl coming up because it kind of helps uh, people in the grieving process to look at something else as well. Um, you know, to to enjoy a, a large sporting event. You know, um, that that will hopefully help you know, take some of that that uh, burden off but it's still it's a, it's, a, it's a heavy thing it's a, it's a hard thing um to know uh, that this has happened of course because it was a, an untimely uh, situation yeah yeah absolutely um very tragic uh, i do have um you know fun memories of watching him play on tv and uh even in gaming i remember one time that uh, we came to to orlando on vacation back in the 90s i, I want to say it was probably 98 Mm-hmm. and uh, we traveled with my cousin, a cousin of mine who, whom I love very much, and um, and and we went to a Best Buy, and, and the game that he picked that he wanted to buy while on the trip was the, the Kobe Bryant game for N64. Oh, okay. Um, so that was his, his pick. Uh, so I always have a fun memory of that, and um, yeah, like you mentioned, it's, uh, he, he's going to transcend his legend. Um, you know, he was already a legend, in, you know, a living legend. Now he truly is, um, you know, very unfortunate uh, and, you know, shook me a little bit because, uh, you know, I'm about the same age as, as Kobe was. Yeah. So, um, you know, trying to put things in perspective and it's a uh, uh, it, it was a very, uh, I don't want to say alarming, but it was sort of a wake up call to me in my in my uh, personal opinion. So. Uh yeah, uh, R.I.P. Black Mamba. So we'll miss him for sure. Uh, Jill, not much on my end. I had, uh, the only thing that I did of note is that I purchased that Kingdom Hearts uh Remind DLC, and I played that over the weekend. Uh, it's thirty dollars. It's a it's not worth the thirty dollars in my opinion. It's expensive. Like uh, this should have been twenty, just because it it, it recycles a lot of uh, a lot of that was already there in the game. Um, basically, this DLC fills in uh, gaps in I want to say the last three four hours of the game of the you know basically the the story in the game. Uh, so it, it, it feels a lot of those blanks and it is cool. It has a very cool moment with Mickey and I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but it, it's, it reminded me a lot of Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm. It, it was a very cool moment. Um, and, and, you know, I played it with my daughter and I was like, oh, 
my god so, so to and, you know she said you're older now when when went from you know last year when we originally played uh uh cage three so now she can you know get more more stuff in and it was very it was cool right uh you did you did some cool things uh if you ask me if it's worth thirty dollars if you paid full price for the game it's not if you if you bought the game for 15 20 bucks well you know it was on sale on either black friday or psn or whatever then it's worth it because then you'll have the full experience um you know i bought the deluxe edition so to me it's i mean i bought it but whatever and after you finish the the what does what story section it has uh, like i mentioned it does recycle a lot of the you know uh the the scenarios and areas and and even cut scenes from before but when you finish that you basically go into a sort of a bus road rush mode and it's very hard very 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 hard so i'm thinking this is like a level 99 thing uh i i'm level 86 right now so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty high up, but the, this bosses are just, just whooping me. And I was like, ah, oh, and I played it for a little bit and then I stopped and then I, I played Battlefront. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I played that part, but I did play through the, the whole, uh, story of it and, you know, it was fun, but uh, again, I expected more, um, you know, for $30 for sure. I, I really expected more, um, but we'll see. Of course there's news this past week that there's already uh, another kingdom hearts game in the works and there's an, a mobile experience coming out as well so i mean i'm sure that they're gonna come up with with something new so um yeah other than that man uh be the week before that since we didn't do that week yeah. uh it was more death stranding and uh, i'm still liking that game it's frustrating but it's it's very good uh, the gameplay loop is very it's it's a very solid gameplay loop um yeah it's it, again it's frustrating uh once you start getting the hang of it uh it's very satisfying as well because instead of just having to go through an area and having this bts you know uh, try to get you or run after you or or whatever they do in the you know the nether realm or whatever they are um once you clear a BT area without getting uh, uh, without getting detected, um, because it, it is it's 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 it is very Metal Gear in that sense, where where you do stealth is uh, the, the the how you should fight basically. Um, so you don't fight, just 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 find a way to evade your enemies. Um, and it's very satisfying when you actually go into a BT area and you get out and you know get detected, and 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 uh, and BB starts laughing like you can hear BB going like <laughs> like the you know little baby like a uh, little little baby chuckle there, uh, and it's very satisfying. I was like, oh okay, this is great. You know, I made it out and uh, and that was very cool. And now I don't have to worry about you know my cargo getting messed up and and the baby going into shock and all and all this stuff. So uh, very satisfying. Um, I can't wait to go back. Um, I'm probably gonna go back to the Kingdom Hearts stuff this weekend, and, and maybe a little bit more Battlefront. So uh, maybe the week after, uh, since now Final Fantasy is delayed, and you know I still have until April to to play some more of this game. So I will uh, I will give uh, keep giving this game a chance for sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, I you know haven't watched anything of significance. I'm still going at 
uh, Clone Wars, and and I probably awesome. it's probably gonna be a good segue here, um, because this is gonna be a very Star Wars heavy episode again, again. So, uh, as I mentioned, I watched the first two seasons in full of Clone Wars. Um, after that, I dropped off. Life got in the way. I never watched it when I well, it was in Netflix, on Netflix, but now that's on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm going back and and watching it. So I started watching from the beginning. Um. Almost done with season four. So I'm, I'm an episode 20 on uh, season four right now. Um, and I, yeah, it's, I really, I really, really enjoy that show. Uh, really, really enjoy it. So, um, you know, I wish I could have actually watched it earlier and, you know, to be honest with you. Um, but it was one of those things that I never got an opportunity. I think when it originally came out, I didn't have cable. And then I had cable after a while. And then it was on Netflix and it was <laughs> always on my queue, but I never watched it. It was one of those things. Um, That's the great thing about Disney Plus, right? Like a lot of us are going oh, yeah. back to things that like we always wanted to or we enjoyed in the past. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's there, convenient. You know, I basically I've been watching it in the mornings while I'm having breakfast. I just put it up, put it up on my iPad, and I just watch it. So, um, yeah, I mean, so far it's been a really enjoyable experience. So I'm definitely looking forward to the final season uh, when, I, when I'm done with that, I'm going to jump back into rebels because it rebels was the same thing. I watched season one and two. Um, and then, and then I, I never watched any, anything else. Cause it was, it was, I don't think it was ever on Netflix. No. Um, yeah. And then uh, it is on Disney on demand, but you know, I'm not gonna just uh, on demand. The cable on demand is just not great. I mean, it's, yeah, it's more convenient on your phone. Yeah. Through a when, direct app. Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely do Rebels uh, when when that's done. So that yeah. last season of Rebels, man, Whew, I know a lot yeah. of episodes for like us, I, man. It's see, great. that's the that's the thing because I watched like the first two seasons, um, and then after that I saw episodes like loose episodes. I didn't watch like oh, like the man. entirety of it. Yeah, the so. Twin Sons episode. <laughs> yeah, so all I have to I'll have to. Uh, rewatch that but this is like like i said a good segue because uh the obi-wan uh the much awaited obi-wan series is getting i guess indefinitely delayed as of now and i have a prediction joe on this and 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 you can you know chime in my prediction is that the they're probably Disney is probably going to come up with a different series for Disney Plus that is not the Obi Wan Obi Wan series, and we're probably gonna get that. And the Obi Wan series is gonna be a movie. That's my prediction. Interesting. I mean, I they they only they said that this was gonna gonna be only six episodes. If you take four, they they now they're saying it's gonna be four. If you take those four episodes, put it, mash them together. You probably could make a two two and a half hour movie. I think that's my prediction. It's I wanted to I wanted it to be you know more serialized and get you know four hours out of it. They should do a three hour movie. I don't care. Like Rise of Skywalker should have been three hours. So yeah, uh, unfortunate. Um, you know, Owen McGregor's out there saying no. This is still on. This is not canceled. Uh, you know, don't be alarmed. Like rumors out there are are far more you know nefarious that it you know it makes it sound more nefarious than it really is. It's it's just like a production thing that's happening. Um, but basically, the production crew got dismissed. Um, 
and and they were told that they may reconvene again in the summer, but at this point, we don't know, man. Yeah, um, man, uh, this is this is a very frustrating. Uh, not something it, I, I'm happy to oh, talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll grill the person. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is one of those that I just I'm not happy to talk about it, but it's 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 a reality that unfortunately as Star Wars fans we've kind of become now conditioned to this this kind of um, pattern with the new Star Wars properties uh, that have been in production. Unfortunately, everything outside of literally the Mandalorian, uh, all the live other live action productions. <laughs> We have gotten some sort of dramatic um, behind-the-scenes story to go with it, um, whether it be delays or uh, re- heavy reshoots or something along the lines of the script. Um, okay, let's just let's just get into this. So you have the report saying that, essentially from Variety and other places, essentially saying that the reason for it being stopped is because Kathleen Kennedy does not like the script uh, and that the script needs to, needs to be reworked um, for them to continue production on this thing. Five months ago, Obed, yep. we were at, well, I wasn't there, but many people were at Star Wars Celebration. We all watched uh, these, these presentations. I know I was glued during Star Wars Celebration to all the news coming out of it. And, um, you know, we, we heard about that, Look, Kevin Kennedy comes out with E. McGregor on stage as we're doing this Obi-Wan series. And not only did she announce that they were doing the series, she says, we have a script done and we're going into production uh, the, the summer of 2020. And then we get this where they're basically now just about to get into this. They're into this, this new year now. They're just, just about to get into this new thing. And now, she and now like the, the report script. is like, no, I don't like the script. You Five months ago... You just said to us that this thing is done and ready to go. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I don't like it today. I think it's time to change this thing. This is a problem. Is she not reading the scripts beforehand? Because, I, I, I mean, I, I the know. same thing happened. And we'll we'll talk about episode nine here, in, sure. you know, after after this. But, I mean, is, is she not rev- – is she, like, greenlighting this stuff before reading it? And, it, you know – it's a massive contradiction for you to, to, to say one thing a few months ago and think that we're going to forget about it now in the current state that it is. Um, from a standpoint of is the production in trouble? I mean, any production, whether whether the original script was bad or if it was great, there, there's always going to be things that um, for sure can always be possibly great, possibly bad. I talked about the Joker movie being one of those things that I, I, I predicted for a long time. So this movie is going to either be really bad or really good. Turned out it was really good, <laughs> but it could have been really bad. I mean, that's just how these things go. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think like fans need to chill and wait to analyze something till it comes out. I'm not going to say one thing's better than the other. I, I have, I have nothing to see about Obi-Wan this, this, uh, this new series. Maybe Kathleen's right. The point being is that it's a problem when this is the pattern of your productions. Uh, it's a problem for for people, um, you know, who are are waiting and looking forward to this. Uh, Ian McGregor, like you said, comes out and he basically says that, you know, this is all, uh, you know, this is all, all, all BS. This is all hogwash. Uh, this, these reports are, are are vastly overstated. But the funny thing about his statements is that he basically reiterates the same things that those that the same articles, the variety of articles, are saying. 
So I think what he was really trying to, I think what he was really trying to do was he was trying to say like the reports of them saying that this thing is canceled or not happening more like those kinds of reports, the, the indefinite never returning uh, thing, potentially that whole thing. I think he was trying to dead those things, yeah. but, but the, the, we, most of us who, who are um, level headed and read the reports understood that like, does he said the exact same thing, reiterated the same thing. They will pick this back up in 2021 where they were supposed to be doing a summer of 2020 uh, summer 20, uh, 2021, they're going to return back into full production of this thing. And so, you know, it's delayed by, by a year um, in that way. And and so, yeah, he, he didn't say that this thing's canceled. He reiterated what we all, most of us already knew. I just take issue with the fact, the simple fact of like, this is a, a bad pattern that we've had. Um, started with know, solo. Started with solo. Well, really rogue one had, had issues and many people don't, people forget Yeah, because yeah, we all right. are beloved rogue one. I love, I think rogue one's the best of all the new movies from, yeah. from a quality standpoint. Um, although there's I like stuff the in the Skywalker trailers that is not in the movie. Like, like that first trailer entirety, like, like, like that entire first yeah. trailer is not in the movie. It's crazy. Well, we get one trailer for Spitaker doesn't have hair and one he does have hair. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, all kinds of stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been going on for a while now. And then even the reports that came out with Force Awakens, uh, you know, about what JJ, supposed things that JJ went through or whatnot, even with that. So it sounds like this is a pattern just coming out more more recently now, with the later on in, in these this life cycle with Kathleen. And and uh, change could be coming, Obed. And then, uh, yeah, and we never talked about, we never talked about the uh, the comments that she made uh, when when they asked her about, oh, you know, what's the difference why why is marvel being so successful versus star wars and then she made the comments was like oh well we didn't have any you know no 800 page books and no comics i was like are you <laughs> no. serious bro are you serious <laughs> no I was like, you had you've had you've had decades worth of books and games and comics and uh, you come up with that it was like uh, i don't want I don't, I don't, I don't want to see, I want to be very respectful, Joe. I want to be very respectful. Yep. Um, but if, if you are, if you're the leader, right. If you are pulling again in leadership is being to me, uh, an effective leader is someone that can actually pull the cart and, and have the people help you push the cart. Right. But you're out there pulling this crap. Um, and Kevin Feige is a, is a great example of, of what it is to, to have a, you know, a leader out there, you know, moving the vehicle, um, her, on the other hand, I feel like she has an amazing resume. And again, I really respect her, uh, as, as a, as a producer and, you know, she's produced some of the, some of my favorite movies ever, but I, and I know that she was handpicked by George Lucas. Like this is what part of the 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 uh, the the sale of the agreement for uh, for uh, Lucasfilm to to be acquired by Disney was that George Lucas wanted Kathleen Kennedy to be the head of the um, of of Lucasfilm. I think that he picked the wrong person. Unfortunately, um, I think Kathleen Kennedy is it's was at his, at her best when she worked with Spielberg. Um, that's when, when, uh, when, you know, there was like, uh, like that pairing, uh, right. you know, her and Spielberg, 
that that was phenomenal. That was absolutely phenomenal. But when when it came to Star Wars, I think you'd really needed an insider. You needed a Dave Filoni. You needed someone, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Lawrence cast. I mean, he's a writer, right? But you know, even Lauren Caston's son that's been involved with uh, with writing. Um, I know that JJ is more of a director. He's not more. He's not a studio guy, right? Uh, but I, I'm sure that that you know, like I mentioned, Dave Filoni, it, Lucas had a minion. <laughs> he had an underling. He had, you know, he had a. It is like there's always two. There's always two. A stu, you know, a master and apprentice. So it, the the Star Wars Star Wars should have been given to someone that actually was. Um, you know, very familiar with the lore and and was aware of all these things that were going on, right? Um, I would have loved to see, uh, you know, instead of having a new, and, and this is things that we've talked about, right? Um, I would have loved to see a, 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 a Force Unleashed movie, um, a, a Shadows of the Empire movie. I mean, you can recast Luke and Leia and Han and And, and have them, you know, play young Luke and Leia and Han. I mean, of course, you know, fans. See, that's the other problem is that, yeah, on the other side, you have fans just crying about absolutely everything. And it's a big problem, Joe, because, um, you know, I, I think the only way that you can appease the fans is, you know, put, to put someone like Filoni in charge and then, or, or John Favreau, for example, because he's, you know, he's a producer director. Um, have someone like that take the helm of Lucasfilm and and have them appease the fans with whatever they do um but it, it's a it's a big problem right um and, and unfortunately it's it's a vote it's a it's a very vocal minority out there because again everyone we talked about episode nine I liked it yeah it was cool people that we know that are hardcore Star Wars fans we know yeah have been quite um yes. praising this movie yeah we we know we know we know people that are like hardcore Star Wars like like They I love money Star yeah like yes exactly like I will go to d23 to watch the trailer like this kind of people and and we know yeah. them and, and and they love the movie so it's 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 a, it's a, that right now uh they're, they're in a loose loose uh so this news come out right uh and then just going back to to our previous episode when we talked about the 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 the, the rumors and leaks about the Colin Trevorrow script yeah, uh, and then and then some artwork got out there it was like oh is this from the Colin Trevorrow Star Wars I don't know but this looks cool and Colin Trevorrow says like oh yeah that's our concept art holy crap Joel why are you not happy with this because this is amazing uh, and again like you said we can we live in a we live in a universe that we got we got Rise of Skywalker uh we couldn't have this we we could have we could have had this movie And, and 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 instead, and then we would see Rise of Skywalker concept. I was like, "Oh crap! That popular thing with the arm looks awesome." So I think that the the the, the movie. I think that this movie, if you ma if you mash this concept art with the Rise of Skywalker, that would have been the perfect movie. Mm. Uh, and it is unfortunate that we did not get this Ray because it she's perfect. 
there's actually quite a lot of um crossover because i did get to to get to some deep analysis of the duel of the fate script that was confirmed that's what i do appreciate like you know some of the other stuff we we, we talk about it's like oh that could have been you know the jj cut right no he's never he's not confirmed it right we don't know could be true could be could be the guy that lives next door to me that wrote this you know on his laptop and is saying, saying it's true it's reddit we don't know yeah. but with this this one in particular is confirmed by the director is true, the script. So I started getting deeper into the script after he started confirming it. And there's quite a bit, uh, a lot of things that um, that were kept from that script that did cross over into the JJ stuff. Um, you know, Finn was going to be force sensitive. There was going to be a moment yeah. where literally Ray was going to be um, at the end of the movie, was going to be going on the Falcon and be able to and say, thank you, Finn without actually verbally saying it and he was going to acknowledge it, you know, being outside of the ship. And there was going to be, there was, there was things specifically that were going to happen. But then you have some of these very key things that could seem like small, small, minute details. Um, like you're talking about the, the, the Ray, um, her appearance, right? Her lightsaber. These things that could seem small, but would have made a drastic difference. I mm -hmm. know that some people might have thought that that was, that was too much. You're, you're trying to overdo. You're trying to, to, to compensate for a lot. This reminds us of, you know, when Star Wars starts to go too heavy on the craziness, right? I don't, I think that was the complaints with some of the, the, the newer um, movies in this trilogy, in this new trilogy, the, the earlier ones rather, uh, was that they, they didn't have enough of that type of crazy Star Wars action that people wanted. Um, I think there's a way of finding that balance to your point, Obed. So you know, now we have the art that came out that was confirmed. You know, uh, the one thing that 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 was um, that the director did comment on was like R2D2 was not going to die in the movie. He was just going to be really badly busted. If you look at the art, you think R2D2 is dead, like he got shot or something. He probably yeah. got shot, but he's not dead because you can't kill a droid. Um, well, you you can, but you just rebuild it. Um, but then you know, it's you know, you, you start getting into um, you know the stuff with obviously Coruscant and the Jedi Temple, and you start getting into oh. things. You know, the visualization of they start getting into this amazing end battle that was going to happen on Coruscant. And ironically enough, like some of the stuff that did crossover, like Lando was going to show up to save the day in the original script of the Duel of Fates, same way he did in, in, in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Spoilers, guys, we're getting into it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Preface that, but you, you all should know this by now. Anyways, um, you know, there, there's a lot of key points that, that I could, I could, dissect point by point but i'm not going to do but um i think the things that to me stuck out that i would have liked to have seen um given the green light i would have liked to have seen happen would have been like you said the the ray stuff um the luke skywalker stuff man that was going to be amazing he was mm -hmm. it was going to be very empire strikes back you know the way he his presence is like the way you know, obi-wan's presence is felt on hoth like it was going to be very similar to that and, and uh, i would have really loved that the some of the other stuff like this uh, old dark lord um you know <laughs> master probably could have done without um, yeah so. th that was kind of silly yeah th I'm i think that was that was probably the silliest thing that and and uh and kylo going full dr doom with his helmet yeah yeah there's there's some stuff there that for sure wouldn't so i could see that but like that doesn't give you a right i think in my opinion it doesn't give you a right to say like can this complete thing and bring in this other person mm -hmm. and, and to your point Obed, about the whole kathleen kennedy um you know of, of, of her doing a good pair being a good pair with, with steven spielberg and that being like the magical times and the great stuff that she's worked on just i have a lot of respect as well for uh 
for, for Kathleen Kennedy. Um, you know, I think that in theory, when you look at it, her and a, a, a creator like J.J. Abrams, a very versatile person who writes, directs, produces, he's very, uh, very integral and very um, in, involved in his productions. Um, you know, someone like him and Kathleen coming together should have been a match made in heaven. If you look at oh, like, oh, yeah, incredible. Yeah. And they, they definitely, um, gave us some really good star Wars. So I'm not here to, to be on a soapbox complaining. Like give us two crash. They gave us some good stuff, right? Yeah, they gave two us good movies that, yeah. that I will, I will, it's star Wars. You, you keep it with you for the rest of your life. It's moments that happen that, that I'm happy with. Um, but at the same time, we would be naive, naive to um, realize that there's also some some incredible opportunities that have consistently been missed, or rather, um, completely, um, you know, jumped. Right? You've got these these things where you know these productions are being completely reshot, redone, um, and then that stuff that that is alarming to me. So, I, yeah. I I'm a Kathleen. I'll be a Kathleen Kennedy fan because I think. She ha- she's a very skilled person. She could announce tomorrow. Guess what? Like you, like we talked about this earlier. But Ob- guess what? Obi Wan Kenobi is going to be a movie, not going to be a TV series. We're going to do that instead. She can announce that, and I would be full on Kathleen Kennedy. Put my Kathleen Kennedy T shirt on. Put my Kathleen Kennedy, you know, your glasses. On. I'll, I'll be supporting. It's great. It's awesome. Thank you for giving us it. That's happy. But um, but unfortunately, it's like it's hard when you keep having um, things yeah. like this come about, it's hard to, 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 uh, to drink that Kool-Aid and I, I'm not about that. I'll, I'll call spade a spade. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, that's the thing. Like if it, it's fine, if it would have happened, you know, once or twice, like, like it's happened with Marvel, right. Sure. You know, Ant-Man went through it. Um, you know, uh, several, you know, several of the Marvel movies had to be, had to be reshot and, and, you know, and worked on, but you know it's it hasn't been as as constant as as this thing because it's been since like you mentioned since rogue one that went through extensive reshoots um and then we get you know uh lord miller right there were the the walls involved with solo originally they they were let go um because and then everything got and then solo was basically like shot completely like they shot another oh, yeah. movie they shot two movies dude yeah. it's nuts they justice league like, that movie. like how can you sh- like like isn't it's not crazy like exactly like they justice league did and and it's like how can you you know you can't afford these things because at the end of the day you know you're you're spending money doing these reshoots and and these reworks that that's money lost basically because well, the- your your box office, you know, hall's not going to change because of that. You would never get away with it if it wasn't Star Wars. Like that's just the reality. See, Only because but, of Star Wars, and even with it having issues and, and not being as well lived up to other ones, you still make a billion dollars on the movie. Yeah, and that that's how they are. You know what I mean? I, I, but it's, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. But then when you when you when you look at you know the track record that it's been right. happening over and over and oh, over yeah. and over again, um, you know the only the only thing that that the only two things that I know that at least I haven't heard anything that happened like behind the scenes was, was force awakens and, and, uh, Mando, uh, you know, as far as I know, everything else, uh, had something, uh, because I, I bet that, that the, the whole Canto bite thing on, uh, on last Jedi, I don't think that was, uh, that was, uh, this dude's idea. So, hmm. um, you know, that's just, just my opinion. 
But that was gonna play in really great to the duel of the fates. The the canto like the um the broom kit and all that. They were gonna they were gonna yeah, like stage yeah. that kind of in in because because Ray would have still be would still be a nobody. He was and, gonna show up with all yeah. those kid Jedi's in the end of the movie. Yeah, it was yeah, be yeah. amazing. So uh I mean it's it's bittersweet, right? Because I, I, I as much as I liked Rest of Skywalker, you know, I, I would have liked um the movie to be to take to take more risks um you know if 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 there's anything about the last jedi that i liked was how bold it was and how uh and how you know it broke the mold basically and and unfortunately the rise of skywalker again as much as i liked it they tried to put the the mold back together with chewing gum yeah. And you know, you can see the gum. That's a problem. Um, but man, uh, we can only hope that this is gonna get resolved and you know just give people creative freedom. I know that Disney is very again very sellers of their products and 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 they want to make sure that you know they, they have this appeal, right? Uh, but at the same time, you know, let people take risks because uh, at the end of the day. Um, you know, taking this risks, you, you can, you can, creativity flows better, in my opinion. So, uh, just allowing, uh, you know, the writer directors to take those risks, it's worth it. Even if it's a couple of times, you don't have to do it every time, right? But, sure. you know, when, when, when you got someone like, you know, like J.J. Abrams comes in, let him do his vision. You know, he's, it's, J, it's J.J. Abrams, just, just let him do it. He's not gonna let you down, you know. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens, Joe. We will continue with more Star Wars, but we were gonna have to take a quick break. We shall be right back. Joe Papa George wants to come back in. Would you let him in? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, not even. Not, I won't even hesitate for a second to say. George, if George Lucas wants to be a part of Star Wars, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lock him out, hide the key, you know, lock, make him have no ability to get in. Why would you do that, George? And it can't just be the way you did it before, right? Like beforehand, all we keep hearing is that George gets a, a meeting with Lucasfilm, Kathleen, director, whoever. He tells them what their idea is. They go, that's nice. And then they tell them what they're going to do. And then they, they keep going. That's basically the reports that we've gotten for each of the movies that have come out. They always yeah. get at least one meeting with him. And it's cool that he takes the meetings. Like, that's cool that he wants to hear this stuff out. And yeah. he still says what he wants to say. I, I think that's, that's the point, right? Like, George, George is open to hearing this stuff. I think that was the biggest problem when you look at the prequels, right? Like, he, he was surrounded by yes men. Where if he had people he had dialogue with, it would have, it probably would have been a different story. But George, in and of himself, is not a, a terrible creator at all. I think oh, George absolutely is very not. skilled, and he's the most skilled when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, I, I think that he is a great story storyteller. He just can't write it the way that that it should be written. Sure, um, you know he like the best example is Empire Strikes Back again, my favorite movie of all time. Uh, my favorite Star Wars movie, of course. And the Empire Strikes Back was basically George Lucas telling telling Lawrence Castan, hey, this is what I want in the movie, write it. 
and this is this is my ideas this is what exactly. i got put it in put it in you know in in a written form i think that's great and um that's that's exactly what i think that's what star wars needs right now just have george come in he doesn't have to do with a trilogy or whatever he can just do a you know, do a one-off spin-off movie, do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to do that, that, uh, you know, underworld, you know, movie, which we'll talk about in a minute because we got, you know, breaking news today from that. Um, if he wants to do something like that, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board. I mean, and I mean, I, I, I never, I never hate it. Like there was like, like oh, George Lucas ruined Star Wars. I mean, he created it. Then you're, are you an idiot or something? Yeah. Come on. Brain dead. Um, but you know, <laughs> so we were having a conversation today. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, uh, Revenge of the Sith was worth the the, uh, the 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 pain and and the slog of Episode One and Two because right. I, I I really I really really liked the Revenge of the Sith. So uh, at the end of the day, it was worth it in my opinion. So yeah, let him let him do a project. Let him write something. Let him do something, and uh, I bet fans are gonna be happy. You know, <laughs> the same people who trashed him are the same people who are welcoming him back Come with open on. arms. These are the same people who are like, "Oh, so glad it's not gonna be like the prequels, and this is gonna be great, and it's gonna be JJ, and it's gonna be all this stuff." And then out of nowhere, this is terrible. Like I never like this. Bring George back in, guys. Let's let's just face the music here. Yeah, it's like George it's Lucas like, yeah. has always been skilled. You guys just trashed him because he didn't like him, rightfully so. You know some of the decisions he made, but it doesn't make him a not skilled person. Like he's always been skilled in this. I think it would be cool though, Obed, if and it's not going to happen. But it would be cool if him and Lawrence Kasdan did actually team up for something yeah. one last time. Would be pretty cool to see them come in do something that um. That was a spinoff. That was something that was not trying to play off old Star Wars, but literally like something completely new and a completely new spinoff, like one one movie thing, and see how people respond to it. And if it's awesome, he might literally be able to recreate life back in. He might be able to bring midichlorians <laughs> <laughs> into this new new age of Star Wars and they build off that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he could do he could do something like that, but yeah. And, and as we mentioned, you know this uh, underworld thing. But this morning. Yeah, uh, there was le- uh, the the leaked screen test of what uh, the proposed TV show uh, was going to be, uh, and this show was uh, it was rumored before uh, before Disney acquired Lucasfilm, um, and this was something that that uh, George was trying to pitch back to I believe ABC, um, right. so back in the day, so that. There'll be like a you know a Star Wars TV show or whatever, so I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, it was it was cool. Um, you know, and we we talked about how the 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 woman in the in the hood reminded me reminded me of of Ventress, and uh, and and we saw you know of course this is happening. Uh, this is very close to Revenge of the Sith. This is after Revenge of the Sith, maybe a year or so after. Right. Uh, because we do see Imperial stormtroopers, and we and we see in um, in the footage that uh, the the star destroyers, as as we know them from the Empire, uh, are being uh, are being called like a new weapon or new or new ship of sorts. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. 
um, you can you can tell this was done by George because there's a shiny ship. <laughs> like the first thing you see is a shiny ship. He loves his his you know his Nubian ships of you know and, uh, and uh, from the from the prequels and then you know uh, there's a there's a shiny ship right at the beginning. So um, I, I liked it, man. I you know it it's it looked good. It reminded me of a lot of Mandalorian, uh, which is it's probably very close. Um, and and we we know that uh, you know from what we from what we know George actually liked the Mandalorian quite a bit, so uh, this could be this could be it. I mean, this could be the movie that 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 he could do. You know, he could do this project, and I'll be I'll be happy it's, with that, man. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like this project in theory was um, was much larger than what it was originally intended for. Um, when I say that is that suppose, you know, back 2005 was when the show was announced our celebrations and Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this show. And then literally years, 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 years later, just never came to life day. Um, looking at it and based off of some of the, the quotes that come out about it, it was basically like George was trying to figure out a way of how to make it um, financially doable because the production on it was just going to be ridiculously costly and, and there was just no way that it was going to be on television at that time for the cost that it would take to be produced. I, I, yeah, at that time, because, you know, the, the CG and all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, even though, like, George is, like, ridiculously rich, he's he's pitching this to another television studio to put it out there. So, you know, you have to go through those approval approvals of, you know, how they're going to get a return back on their money, not just kind of break even or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like stories or something like that that was literally created for this thing like complete written out stories and ideas for this show uh just never came to be live day because they just couldn't figure out a way of how to make it financially doable and by that point he was already selling it to disney uh, in that process so yeah i mean I, I watched it and i thought it looked really cool um from a story standpoint there was nothing of it like oh i, I can't wait to see what happens next it Interesting. Yeah. and i was like hey this is gonna be for tv like this looks really cool really fun i mean you and i both said it. it's star wars man like it could have looked terrible i would still be watching it because <laughs> it's star wars could, i don't care could have brought in little annie and i would have still watched it <laughs> right <laughs> baby jar jar or something baby, i would have watched, watched the show adventures of baby jar jar still <laughs> yeah. watching um baby just, jar jar yeah we just <laughs> we're yeah. just fans um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's interesting. I don't know necessarily there's something I want George to return to. I think if he already had all those stories and things laid out and it just didn't come to be, then that's fine. You know, maybe adapt ideas from it if it's something that was really great. There's just not enough information to know if it was really that great or it was just reaching and just looked really cool. George, I'm glad he, he always was, was uh, involved in trying to create something new and something different, and this looked like it was something completely different. There was no direct references to Jedi there was no um, use of the force in this test footage where those would have been easy ways to sell a show like this. Okay. You just show a guy using a lightsaber or have a lightsaber hilt on his hip or, yeah. you know, use the force of it. And just once that would have been an easy way to sell it. Similarly to the Mandalorian, um, very seem way, 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 way grounded, but still in this really cool star Wars world. I would be interested to see more. I'm not watching this going like, why didn't this come out? Oh, I mean, it's, it's understandable why yeah. it didn't come out. But it's cool. It's cool. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That they should they they should be they should give him a project. Come on, that's the thing. Give him one. Yeah. Let's give just give him one. Let's give him one. The the fans that way the fans can be happy. George <laughs> can be happy. You know, we can just just move along. Just move along. <laughs> move along. Move along. So, uh, just moving along, Joel. Um, again, in again in this very Star Wars heavy episode, one more. Uh, and I bet that next week we'll probably find out something else that's super crazy. I was like, oh, yeah, the JJ Cut is actually real. Here's a picture of the set when when Sam Jackson was there with Hayden Christensen. So we'll see that. Um, Joel, was, uh, go ahead and move into some gaming news. Not a lot going on on the gaming side. One interesting bit of news that came out um, this week is that there planning on building Atari themed hotels or game themed hotels uh, branded with Atari. Of course, Atari is now no longer Atari. It's, it's owned by a holding company that has several types of different kinds of businesses. So branding a, a hotel Atari right now, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I guess the first one, We'll uh we'll start building in uh, Phoenix sometime this year. Yeah, and uh, this would be hotels that are of course Atari themes. The rooms will be Atari themes. But uh, the biggest thing on uh uh that the, they announced was that this this type of hotels will have separate game rooms and esports uh, arenas or esports studios. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Because that gives you the opportunity to host events. Players can stay at the hotel. They don't have to travel a lot. Just go down to the esports arena and, you know, participate in your competitive gaming. And then, uh, you know, you can just back, go back to your room right there in the same hotel. Uh, I think it's fantastic. So I think this is actually a great idea. And with how mainstream gaming is right now, and, you know, how many of us have nostalgia for Atari? Um, you know, 98% of the games were garbage, but sure, you know, it's fine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's, it's like, I can't, I can't, you know, you can't compare, uh, you know, rudimentary wheels to, to modern ones. That's just my opinion. I took my nostalgia glasses off a while ago, so I'm good. <laughs> um, but I think this is pretty cool. I, I would love to, I would love for them to bring it, here to Central Florida. I mean, I this agree. could potentially be something that Universal can look into when they build Epic Universe because it's, you know, have a game theme hotel in the area. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, this is like a, you know, a competitor to Nintendo of sorts. Uh, but at the same time, you know, keep the theming going. And even if the company, the holding company that's uh, that's building these uh, properties, they they can look into just acquiring one of those uh, old hotels on International Drive and just revamping it. Uh, they can potentially do that. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, this is a. I'd actually say this is a great idea. Is what I would say. Why isn't this exist right now? I mean, this is one of those things like it's it's like an easy yes if you're someone who's trying to invest in it. Um, it it just makes sense. You know, hotel business is always going to be around, but you take the hotel business and you bring in something that's that's different and cool like this. 
you know, whether you have people into gaming or not, they're always going to need a room. They'll, they'll rent a hotel no matter you're still what. Gonna, exactly, yeah, yeah, you're still going to get money. It's not like you depend only on gaming people to give you the money, but you attract an audience. You speak to an audience that's not being spoken to in the in the uh, in the business right now of of hotels. And by doing something spectacular like this, that's you know, it brings young and old and, and new, new and old, you know, together as fans. And, and to your point, I'll bet it's a great way of also creating a place for the community to come together for, for events. And, um, you know, that's always a thing, right? There's so many different esports events, so many different esports tournaments that are always happening. It's cool if this could become some type of staple for some franchises, you know, that that are looking for places. It's like, hey, guess what? We're always going to reconvene at the uh, spot of Phoenix or, like you said, maybe be in Orlando. I think a place like New York is the perfect place to have something yeah. like this. That is just perfect spot, you know, having many people, tourists coming in and many people are, you know, um, you know, into the, the gaming culture and nostalgia there, yeah. but yeah, I mean, sign me up. I, I'm in. Yeah, like if you if you would go to be, build this sort of properties around the U.S., um, I, I'd say yeah, New York for sure, Vegas, L.A., and Orlando, and and Austin, more than likely, sure. like those places uh, would be would be the places to go, for sure. Uh, it's weird that on the announcement there's not there's no Orlando. Like yeah. uh, we're the we're the number one like tourist city. Oh yeah, in the world. They have guaranteed and, money. Uh, yeah, it's exactly it's guaranteed money. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, and I and I like it. I I think this is actually a pretty good idea. So, uh, props to to uh, the person that actually put this together because uh, the the uh, the design or the proposed design of this hotel look pretty cool. Um, they they did say or they did specify that. Uh, these are not going to be like large scale, like Hilton type of places. This is going to be, uh, a, a, you know, sort of a, sort of a smaller uh, hotel. There, there may have you know just a couple hundred rooms, but uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it, man. It's a bit of a very good idea. Very good awesome. idea for sure. Joe, the uh, Switch is still doing very well. Uh, they uh, just announced that they are <laughs> basically selling. Like crazy sales are uh, up like 24% uh, last year compared to the year before. Uh, they're killing it. They're doing very, very good. Um, they just announced today that uh, Animal Crossing's uh, Switch, uh, Special Edition Switch, it looks very, very nice with those, you know, pastel blue and oh, green, yeah. uh, you know, the white dock with the pastel colors on it. It looks very, very nice. I like it. Uh, I'm not very much into like special edition consoles. Uh, and, and this is a little bit too girly for me, but, uh, but it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. I like, I, I really like it. Um, they, uh, the other thing that the switch has been rumored is that sometime this year, we will see a pro version of the switch. Of course, uh, this due to new hardware coming out from uh, Sony and Microsoft. So switch is, or Nintendo is preparing to do their own refresh as well. And the rumor is that this is going to basically be a boost in uh, graphics as they are now. Uh, this will not be, this will not be a 4k uh, upgrade as, as, as many people hoped. I think it's fine because uh, when you, when you go and jump, when you go, when you do the jump to 4k, you need to, uh, think about power consumption and heat and all these things that you know the console uh, needs to 
need to these things that need to be addressed when deciding the console. So I think that keeping this thing as a, you know a 10, an HD console, uh, it would be it's it's the right move. I I don't think that people would benefit necessarily for this thing being 4K and then you know battery going down and the thing overheating and then uh, you know uh, having other sorts of issues and uh, docks melting and whatever could happen, right? Um, because this this docks they, the docks they don't they don't have ventilation. Oh my so, gosh, sounds like a nightmare, <laughs> dude. I've I've seen stuff. <laughs> oh I've been working with computers for a while, Joe. That seems some stuff, man. It's like, oh a, like PTSD. It's like <laughs> like Vietnam for computers. Uh, but, um, yeah. It, it, when when you think about it, I think this is the right move. Give me, you know. Uh, a better experience overall. Give me Zelda at 60 frames instead of 4K. I would love that instead. Uh, you know, Breath of the Wild is one of those games that when it runs at 30, it's great, but then it has its moments when it's a slideshow. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, uh, contrary to like uh, other games that run really, really well, like Mario Kart and Mario Odyssey, uh, but when you when you think about the scale of those games and uh, and especially Mario Odyssey, uh, it's a beautiful game. Game looks amazing, uh, but the levels are are, are self-contained. Uh, experience is not like Breath of the Wild, which is you know an expansive world with you know basically zero load time once you go in. So uh, or no load time. Actually, there is load time when you when you go into the the shrines. So close. so the, so there is that. Yeah, but on the when you're up in the overworld, there is there's no load time. So uh yeah joel what do you think of of the of the rumors and uh when do you think this will come out yeah i i really am happy to hear about this the positive sales for nintendo that that's great it deserves it it's a really strong console the, the switch in general the rumors of the specs now on this you know what of our expectations to be tempered to for this this console you know like the fact is is that it would have been a home run if they would have had um you know a 4k handheld device you know as well right that would have been like that's that pie in the sky scenario that's the dream right that's a dream it's it's, if you know in a perfect world (laughs) it's amazing right um as things are right now doesn't mean that it it makes the constantly less than or not or not impressive with the the modifications that are expected now that are are rumored now what we should be uh, looking at for for this pro version of the console it's just one of those things like yeah like it would it would be the best thing would be the coolest thing to see them do it but them not doing it doesn't hurt them sorry okay we got some news got breaking news actually um because they uh just put an article up in kotaku 44 minutes ago so this mm-hmm. happened while we were recording uh that a spokesperson for nintendo said that there are no plans for a launch in 2020 for a new model oh yeah well so so there's that so not this year not this year so this they year. said they said that uh that's you know basically recon that's uh the article ends with let, let's reconvene in 2021 to see where we're at uh okay okay yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it's been worked on it's so worked on. uh so there you go yeah i mean so, we can so just, it's been exactly it's being worked on but i don't think they're ready to to pull the trigger i think they want to if this is the case now right uh maybe they want to see how the other consoles do when they come out right. um you know i think sony's gonna do very well uh you know microsoft uh 
uh, along with this, you know, switch numbers, uh, rumors out there are, you know, Microsoft is not reporting numbers, but rumors are that they, they've had a, an abysmal, you know, like last quarter was not good at all. Um, you know, and then the uh, the X I think is gonna be too expensive, and it's not gonna have any exclusive un- exclusives until twenty twenty two. You know, ha. and then we we we're hearing rumors that there's supposed to be like a Resident Evil eight that's coming out with a PS five that actually like got delayed because they wanted to push it to the PS five. Man, uh, it's. It's going to be an interesting year, Joe. I keep saying it. And as, as news keep coming out like this uh, and we keep getting new information about these new consoles, then uh, we'll keep reporting. But there you go. Uh, we got corrected on the on the on the fly. I didn't even get to predicting when it would come out. And I'm glad I didn't because it's already being announced. That it ain't going to be this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More than likely going to be next. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, does that make you speculate that maybe there is some of these hardware things that we're talking about that guess what? They weren't ready for now, but maybe they have ideas for it, for how yeah. they would integrate that differently than maybe any of us are thinking uh, for for uh, next yeah. year. I don't know. Maybe they're so willing to it, wait. Yeah, maybe they're willing to wait for tech to to get to the point where they can do the 4K uh, instead yeah. of just just it being you know an HD console. Um, we don't know. You know, we don't know. Well, that's, a, that's a good thing about it, speculation, right? It we may can, uh, be worth the wait, is what I would say. And at this point, yeah. there's no need to rush it. There's, there, we're happy. No. We're fine. Most we just got are. that revision last year, right? And we got the and when we and we had the the uh, the light, which yeah, is I guess cool. doing great too. Yeah. Like supposedly the thing's selling pretty good. So uh, well, we shall see. But yeah. going uh, just moving on to to more Switch stuff, um, they. Nintendo uh, basically secured their uh, their trademarks for uh, around forty games. the The biggest ones that that I see on this list that that you know like pique my interest is that we're getting a, a lot of the older Zelda stuff, uh, including Ocarina of Time and um, and Majora's Masks, but Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess are here. Uh, and Super Mario Sunshine, uh, which is a game that is still trapped in the GameCube, um, and we and it has not seen a, an additional release. So, Joel, what do you think of this list of games? Uh, any other games that that jump out uh, from from this list to you? Oh my goodness! I mean, it's it's a great it's a great list, man. There's forty of them. Like, gosh, man, I'm I'm super super hyped about it. I think I would probably say like the of the Mario vs Donkey Kong um, mini. Those those are always fun. I was a Mario vs Donkey Kong. It's actually um some that was of one of that, I, that was one of your favorite ones, right? Your that's favorite. one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I yeah. That I used to play on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of of that. Um, yeah, Mario Sports, another good one. Yeah. I, Dude, it's a good, it's a good list. It's it's a strong list. Um, yeah, they they got me for for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm I'm looking forward to actually playing <laughs> Mario Sunshine because I never played it. I never owned a GameCube. Um, so anything that you can give me from the GameCube that I can play on the on the Switch, uh, I'm 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 all in, right? Oh yeah, I got um, it. And even with the Wii, because I never owned a Wii too. So you know, yeah, me either. The Mario Galaxies and. You know, Scar Wars Sword never got to play it. Sour uh, Twilight Princess never got to play it. Um, you know, 
uh, I would I would love to give uh, Ocarina of Time another go. Uh, this is a game that I that I really love. Uh, Majora's Max Mask not so much. There's a lot of people that love it. I, I, don't, I don't I'm not I'm not particularly fond of that game. Yes, it's different. Yes, it's dark and you know mysterious and scary, but uh, but just gameplay wise, to me, it, it wasn't the same as as Ocarina, uh, in my opinion. So. Uh yeah, Wind Waker is here too. So uh, that's another big one that I that I never got the opportunity to play. So uh, some very cool stuff, man. That's uh that's out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, you know, pretty decent list. The Switch, like I said, doing very very well. Um, so far, you know, with all the delays that we've had. Oh, we didn't talk about uh Cyberpunk getting delayed to September because we weren't in last week. That happened last week. Yeah. So yeah, Cyberpunk's getting delayed to September. So with Cyberpunk and Avengers getting delayed to September, rumor is that PS5 is coming out in September. Um, possibly, I I don't know if if CD Projekt Red has uh, uh, an agreement with Microsoft for their marketing. I think they may. Uh, so there's a possibility that the that the uh, Series X may come out in September, and PS5 yeah. may come out later. So. Um, you know, later, later, later this year. Uh, so we'll see. Nothing's been announced so far when it comes to uh, the reveal event. Um, it was a David Jaffe that said that uh, the reveal is going to be on the fourth of February fourth. Oh my god! Uh, that's like four days away, basically. Yeah, oh my goodness! If if that happen, if it happens that day, that's going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't see that happening. Uh, but there's uh, there's very strong rumors that. Uh, you know, a lot of sequels are on the works uh, and supposedly like a lot of this stuff is going to hit like same year. It's going to be like God of War, Spider-Man, and I think Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. Uh, they're all going to hit the same time. It's it's a it's a good time, man. It's a good time to to, you know, speculate and go around with these rumors and 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 talk about what the future of gaming is. Uh, it's going to be crazy when it comes to. Uh, sports games too because these sports games now need to come out on two separate platforms you know they they need to uh, take advantage of uh, of the next gen hardware um, you know i'm wondering if uh, if the uh, xbox version well i mean uh, the xbox versions are going to be their own versions for the for the x but the only thing is when it comes to uh, exclusive games that's when where the xbox will have that problem uh, for the next couple of years um, you know, other than Halo, uh, that potentially comes out this year, uh, we don't know. I mean, that's another rumor, right? Because uh, you know, the the creative director for that game left. Uh, that game supposedly being in like development hell. Uh, Phil Spencer Spencer came out today and said, "I was like, they're very, they're getting some really cool stuff out there, but I don't know. It's like cool old stuff." He was saying. <laughs> So I was like, I don't, I don't even. What does that even mean? You know, all right? Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, we'll we'll see when when all these things come out. Uh, in the meantime, we will keep you guys informed, and we will share our opinions, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Joel, just go ahead and plug us in, sir. Yeah, man, it's what we do here on No Load Time. We keep it real, keep it fresh, keep it interesting. And keep it our own. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for staying with us and watching and listening. And uh, of course, we invite you to keep following us. So go ahead and subscribe, subscribe to the show. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
We welcome you to follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. We also invite you all to, uh, of course, send in emails to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we've done the cool stuff. We did a giveaway for episode 100. Uh, you know, we, we've, we've answered questions before via email. So it's a great opportunity for you guys to reach out to us directly. We welcome it and appreciate it. Until next time, guys, we look forward to seeing you all on episode 119, if I'm not mistaken, will be our next one. So it's that coming, is, guys. We're, get, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting to 120, Joe. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next time.